0: Thanks for tuning in to the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Verscherow, and so glad you found the Leadership Lowdown, and so glad that we found Neil and Dawn Check. They are operators of an organization and company called Soundcheck Incorporated. I love the name. Welcome, guys.
1: Hey, hey Vic. Thank you so much for having us. We're thrilled to be here.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited. And Neil, you and I started out talking about doing this together. And you said, wait a minute, there's a really vital part of our organization. And that happens to be Dawn, and it's my wife. And so I think we've got a story to tell together. And so I was so grateful, Dawn, that you would be able to join us. And you come in to this with what I'm going to call as business manager of Soundcheck Incorporated. And you also are an integrator, which we'll talk about that in a little bit. But that's kind of your role, right, as business manager? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so Neil, we're going to refer to you as Neil, (laughs) but also CEO (laughs) and also visionary, which also connects to the operating platform you're on. But CEOs kind of captures it for you, right?
1: That would be correct, thanks.
0: All right. Well, either one of you... I could have
1: done any of this without Don, though, that's for
0: sure. I she love that good. part that's of the story, and we're going to find out why in just a little bit. But I want to make sure either one of you could tell us a little bit about what SoundCheck is and what those roles, those titles mean something in everybody's mind. What are the roles that you operate on? How does that work for you?
1: Yeah, so SoundCheck is a home automation and integration company. Our typical client would be somebody that's either building a new home or maybe doing a major remodel of an existing home. And they want the cool things that we offer here at Soundcheck, like advanced lighting control, motorized shades, music around the home. Of course, you know, through the pandemic and after, everybody needs reliable network and Wi-Fi connectivity and security. We also do home security, like monitored alarm systems, camera system, automated locks. And we're also very proud to be the exclusive Michigan dealer for Full Swing Golf Simulators, which is the number one PGA endorsed Golf Simulator in North America. It's the only simulator in the world that you can also play baseball, hockey, soccer, football, and basketball. So it's a really cool family simulator that everybody can enjoy. We've got some really cool things here.
0: At well, I'm really looking forward to learning more about that. And of course, you know, when we think about this whole Soundcheck Inc and some of the things that you guys are doing, I know there's some other features there that we'll <laughs> talk about. You have a security company that kind of goes with this and everything else. But I think our audience is really interested in kind of how this all got started and what brought you to this path because you've got quite a uh, track record of success, which is exciting. But every day doesn't start out on the top of the heap, does it?
1: No, no, that is for sure. I think anybody that's successful in business would tell you that not every day starts off perfect. No, but I got my start in this industry, we kind of refer to what we do as low voltage, it's kind of broad, it covers a wide range of things, but I got my start when I was 16 years old, my dad started an alarm company in Detroit called American Protective Alarms. And it was a large independent alarm company. And in my family, I didn't have any sisters, but I had three older brothers. My family, when you turned 16 years old, you installed alarm systems. That's what you did. You joined the family business. When you you had vacations, you worked. It was summer vacation. You worked in the alarm company. So my brothers and I all worked in the alarm company. Uh And my brothers eventually went on to become successful attorneys. I was actually pre-med at Wayne State University when my dad developed some medical issues and so I got involved again in the business, and eventually our family encouraged him to sell this business and retire, which he did in 1993. It was one of those sad stories that, you know, he always wanted to travel and see the world, and he was going to take my mom everywhere, wanted to do that, but wanted to do it after he sold his company and retired. He did, and unfortunately he passed away four weeks into his retirement. Oh, no. It was one of those really, really sad stories.
0: I, it truly is. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah. at the same time that, that American Protective Arms was sold, Decided it was the right time for me to go out and start my own alarm company, having been the one of the family that was probably most involved in the business. And so I started a company in 1993 called Security Management, but I also felt that the future was home automation. And so I wanted to move on from some of the boring aspects of the alarm work and move into cool that you get in home automation. And eventually, my alarm company, Security Management, was acquired in 2008. And at that time, I decided to go forward with the brand that we had. Take care of customer service so I could go out there and pound the pavement and find business and dawn came on in that capacity and timing was right.
0: You know, I just was talking with someone another business person at an early morning meeting today and one of the challenges they have is trying to hire and find people that help them get underway with their business. And you know, there's certain elements and expertise that you might have and then there's all the other stuff that goes with the business. And I think that's kind of an interesting thing because I know that you guys are operating on the EOS operating platform, which gives you as the visionary of the company an opportunity to come up with some great ideas and to really make that happen. And while at the same time, we've got Don, who's really the business manager. And in that program, we call the integrator. And that is just an interesting spot for Dawn to be able to say, hey, that's a great idea, but let's slow down here. We got to think this through and see if it <laughs> Works. So I'm glad we've got Dawn here with us. She'll keep us on track. And I'm going to try to keep us on track right now as we go to break. We're going to take just a minute for a commercial timeout. We'll be right back with the Michigan Business Network. This is the Leadership Lowdown. I'm Vic Versero. So glad you joined us. Michigan Works Association believes the key to advancing prosperity across the state is accomplished through building a skilled workforce. As the state's primary workforce development association, their focus is to continue to move the needle on policy, education, and collaboration. They're creating an opportunity and building stronger communities by advocating and innovating together. Found the Leadership Lowdown right here on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero and I am privileged to be talking to Neil and Don Check. They are outstanding business people with an organization called Sound Check Incorporated. Neil's the CEO, and Don is the business manager integrator for the company. And we're trying to get a little bit of the background because I think there's a turning point in the organization that we're building to. So, Neil, take us back a little bit to where you were at in terms of some of those early changes and early decisions that really made a difference?
1: Yeah, sure, Vic. You know, it's interesting because when we sold security management in August of 1993, people thought we were geniuses, that we had like a crystal ball because we literally closed on that transaction, I think it was 10 days before the Freddie Mac, Fannie Mae debacle and the start of the recession and the housing crisis. But at the same time, we were taking all of this cash from the sale of our company and plowing it into a residentially focused business that heavily relied on new construction which wasn't any so we were burning through cash left and right and we were literally riding this wave down and the only reason why we were able to survive was because we had this money in the bank and it was a really trying thing I mean we got to the point where we thought for sure we might be looking at closing up shop and trying to figure out what's the next path for us And then things started to turn, right? About the beginning of 2010, we started seeing the housing market turn around and things started moving in the right direction. And all of a sudden we went through accelerated growth. It was crazy. We were hiring and felt like we were firing on all cylinders yeah try to hang, hang on right Hanging our head on the ceiling
0: i want to make sure i don't go past this too quick because there's a lot of business people that tune into this show when we talk about you know when all hope is lost when everyone's in despair around you at what point in time do you know when is the time to throw the towel in when is it time to say no i see it coming were there indicators what was the visionary moment for you that said no we're going to stick it out
1: well i would say Probably more coming from my wife, Dawn, you know, where I'm always the positive one and wanting to take us down multiple paths and Dawn's trying to keep us in our lane. This was a moment where Dawn is the one that really came through and said, no, we have to hold out. I was of my rope. We were burning through cash and we had an interesting run in with a builder friend of ours. His name's Ben Heller, successful building company. And Ben had kind of changed his tune during construction fallout was doing remodeling because people weren't buying houses they were remodeling and we bumped into ben and ben said i've got a lot of great jobs that are coming your way you have no idea how busy we were and we were like hungry for business there was nothing coming in and so don heard that and i was still a little kind of down like are we going in the right direction And one day we just had an opportunity, we had a client that was referred to us, and I went and met with that client and sold the client a large project, I got a big deposit, and literally, Vic, I remember driving home, I called Don, I said, I think I'm going to have to give this guy his deposit back, I don't think we're going to make it, I don't think we're going to make it, he was referred by a friend, we're going to cash this check, not be able to deliver I'm not going to be able to live with myself with that. We're going to have to give this guy's eyes back and say, this isn't going to work. And Dawn said, I'll never forget it. She said, hold on. Do you remember what Ben said? You have this business coming to you. You've been bumping into other people that said, we have business coming your way. It's coming. It's coming. Let's just hold out a little Mm, longer. How about that? And that's when it changed.
0: (laughs) Well, there's so many stories of people giving up too early. Dawn, what were you going to say?
2: No, I was saying it's true. I mean, I think it's one of those things where, like Neil said, normally I'm the one that's saying, What are we doing? What are we doing? We're putting all this money, you know, into something that seems to be a bad model right now. And, but yeah, that last moment, I think, you know, who knows? You know, you never know where there's divine intervention. Somehow I just saw that glimmer of hope, and Neil shared it, and I think all he needed was that encouragement, and he was like, You know what? I think you're right. I think we can do this. And we
1: deposited that check. Time. We okay. took on the job and it was off to the race. Uh, like no looking back, right? <laughs> took, off. took off to the point where, you know, we grew so quickly and was hiring so quickly during the boom. Now you're back into the construction boom and residential market and economy moving in the right direction, bull market, and we needed to figure out how to plow ahead. A good friend of ours and client, Sergio Marcione, the former CEO and the former CEO of Chrysler and Fiat, who tragically passed away at a young age. I used to talk to him all the time about business and say, Sergio, our business is booming. I can't get through the ceiling. Like, how do I get to the next level? And how do you do it? You run all these companies. You sit on the board of Case New Holland, Philip Moores. You travel back and forth to Europe, you know, every other week. How do you do it? And he said, Neil, you have to have a great team. You have to surround yourself with a leadership team. You need to build the proper culture in that team. And you let them shine, and you will be amazed what can be accomplished. And his job was to be the visionary, find the role for Chrysler and Fiat and the other companies, and the team will follow. And that is what led us towards EOS through the encouragement of our friends that we knew that were doing EOS business acquaintances. And that's where we moved to, and it really made a difference for us. So,
0: Neil, those decisions are so incredible. And for those that don't know what EOS is, it's Entrepreneurial Operating Systems. And we'll talk about that a little bit in our next segment. We've got a run to break right now. But I want to say thank you, Neil and Dawn, for being with us today. And thank you for tuning in to the Leadership Lowdown right here on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero. We'll be right back.
1: Managing your office supplies is key to a seamlessly functioning business. With over 90,000 items available for free next day delivery and no minimum order, DBI can solve all your office supply needs from pencils to coffee at the very best value. Call DBI and ask a sales representative to show you their product offerings or visit DBIyes.com and request a product catalog. DBI does all things office, office supplies, furniture, and environments.
0: Welcome back to Leadership Lowdown right here on the Michigan Business Network. Neil and Don Checker are with us from Soundcheck Incorporated. That's our CEO and our business manager, and they're operating on something called EOS, which we talked about in the last segment, which is Entrepreneurial Operating System. And you know what I know about this particular thing? I think the creator was Geno Wickman. He's a Detroit area business person. We'd like to have him on this show to talk about this. But part of what we've been thinking about and understanding is that a lot of entrepreneurs know their business. I mean, they're awesome and talented at it. They're the reasons why it got built. But taking it to the next level and getting it to be able to really build and make it a dynamic organization the way they really want it to and so they can enjoy the fruits of their labor, it takes that organization to get it done. And EOS it seems like for a lot of people, a lot of organizations, it's part of that answer. So Tell me, how did you guys bump into EOS and what made that make sense?
2: Well, one of our really, really good friends is Mike Morse, the attorney, and he was one of the early adapters of EOS. Gino was actually his implementer. And Neil, you know, would constantly, you know, talk to Mike about some of our challenges here, you know, with Neil and I being so incredibly overwhelmed and you know, just hitting that ceiling every day of our abilities when you're trying to do too many things and he would say, You guys have to do EOS, you just have to try this. It's made all the difference in his business and he encouraged us to give it a try. So we did. We called, spoke with Gino, Neil did, and he hooked us up with one of his implementers and we met him and did a one day, you know, kind of a intro so that he could get a feel for us. We could get a feel for them. They do that kind of as a complimentary service and then once you're in then you go onto the full program. And that first meeting made a huge difference and we could see that there was a pack to what it was we were looking for, which was for us to be able to run our business and our business not to be running us because that's exactly what it felt like. At wow, the
0: time. that's a mouthful right there, Don. And Dawn, when you saw that for the first time, what were the elements there that made you think, oh wait a minute, this needs further study. I think this is the answer. What was there anything that leapt off the pages for you?
2: Well I think it's hard when you're looking at your business from the inside out and mm. not the outside yep. in and when you have that outside observer relaying to you From your own words, you know, and repeating back to you what they're saying, I think it makes, you know, such a huge difference because we were struggling so much and not realizing or seeing some of the obvious answers, which was that Neil really needed a sales manager because he was handling all sales as well as being that visionary and <laughs> yeah. you know CEO doing all of those things. It's just not feasible for one person to do that. So they really encouraged that He really needed that right-hand person. And Dwayne also encouraged me that I needed my right-hand person also, which was like a CFO because I was handling all the finances and trying to run the business, also keeping Neil in his lane and <laughs> not letting him... Stalls us into too many crazy directions. Well, let's as well be well as you know, handling employees.
0: Yeah, Yeah. let's be clear about that, because what I really want to make sure that we really make the emphasis on here is that there's so many different talents and so many really great things I know individually you guys can do. But then the question is, is wait a minute, what do I do best? Where's my greatest talent and what elements can I set aside and let other people shine and do their great talents? And before you know it, it's back to what Neil had said originally about integrating and getting people that are talented around you so that everybody can succeed and really blast off. And so did it take some time to get used to the system so that before you really could say, we're on our way?
1: So, you know, Vic, you were spot on on the comment that you just made. I mean, really, EOS coming into our organization. And this is about a two-year process, but you're only meeting five times a year. Okay, you meet once a quarter and then usually at the beginning of the year, you do what they call a two-day offsite. It's really intensive planning for the year. But from the beginning, what EOS is about and what made the difference for us was developing core values like the EOS, Processes developing that team, your leadership team, and making sure you have the right people, right, right people in the right seats on the bus. You bet. And so that that was that leadership that we had to that we had to form, and then from that determine and get everybody to buy into the same equation what the core values are, and basically run the company and measure higher uh, measure people's performance, and sometimes even terminate based on whether or not people are in those core values. Then the other aspect was just building out what, your, what the vision is, but the point that you made is that the great finding that's done during the process is, okay, me as an example, Dwayne Marshall, our implementer, would say, you "Neil, know, write down the things that really drive you at this business. What makes you get out of bed? What makes you passionate? What makes you happy? And write down the things that you don't like, right? Like I didn't like doing the payroll. I didn't like having to do HR things but I loved building relationships and cultivating business and getting people to be inspired and go out there and sell and create, right? So Dwayne says, okay, well, other people on the team have to pick up the components that Neil doesn't want to do because we need him out there in the field doing what he's (laughs) passionate about. And we went around and did that for everybody, including Don, including everybody else. And it helped shape the team to make sure that the leadership team are all working on things that they love to do and the funny thing is you find out that something that I might not like somebody else loves doing
0: well and i think that it's exactly the point and that's one of the things that most business people that turn into gigantic successes learn the best is that they have a lane like don said and they also have a series of talents, and then those things that they don't enjoy or don't really love and feel like they're vested in, they can move those down for other people to help out. And so I'm really glad we're going through this. I think it's really valuable. Neil Dawn, so glad you're here on the Leadership Lowdown. So glad you tuned in to the Michigan Business Network. We'll be right back. This is the Michigan Business Network, and you found the Leadership Lowdown, and we're so glad we found Neil and Don Check of Soundcheck Incorporated. And, of course, we're talking a lot about their early days in their organization, some of the great success they've had with a program called EOS. And, of course, that's quite a famous one that a lot of small businesses and even large businesses like to utilize. And so in the last segment, we talked about kind of the taking on of the EOS operating system, which has some very, you know, there's some T's to cross and I's to dot inside of that. But I think that's part of what is uh, all about being accountable and staying on course. But so in a second, did it turn around and all of a sudden caroling angels began to sing and we were there, man, it was all EOS. (laughs) Boom, that easy, right? (laughs)
2: <laughs> but, you know, it's real life, right? So there's always going to be, you know, your good days, your bad days and an uphill battle. And sometimes it's easier. I think, you know, some of the great things that we got out of EOS was, you know, like Neil said, building that wonderful team, developing our core values, finding those people that fit those seats. And sure, things, you know, can, were running pretty smoothly. And we had goals and we were achieving them. But, you know, like as Neil has said many times, you know, even though things are going well and you have a great team and, you know, you have all the right people in the right seat, you still can't take your eye off the ball. As we found the hard way, you know, back in 2021, my dad was battling leukemia. He was diagnosed and battling leukemia and I was, you know, needing to be taking care of him and away from the office quite a bit and leaving a lot in the hands of our leadership team and you know during that time unbeknownst to us some of our core team you know decided to form their own competing company all the while working oh, for wow. us at the same time. Oh
0: wow. so, uh, It was a
1: really difficult time for us we had some people that had been with us for many years even from my previous company some people had been with me for over 20 years and It was a bit of a gut punch. And, you know, I think back to the days of meeting Gino and talking to him. And I don't even think Don was with me at the time. He turned to me and said, You know, Neil, the great thing about EOS is you're going to get your life back. Things that you're passionate about, that you want to do, you're going to have time to do because you will be running your company as opposed to your company running you. Mm. And Don and I, there's a lot of things we love to do. We love to fly fish. We love to go morel mushroom hunting up north and, (laughs) you know, springtime northern Michigan. We love to travel. And we were feeling the benefit of EOS because of this team, you know, allowing us to pursue other passions and even starting some additional companies that we had an interest in building out, knowing that the team had it. But I think the point is that no matter how rosy it is, things can be own your way and you, you can't just completely check out you have to be engaged you're relying on your team but you know you can't be a total absentee owner it just doesn't work that way
0: well one and, time i heard somebody and, say that what happens is we make plans and god laughs and so sometimes that's, that's what yeah. you get with and so this Matt, that had to be a turning point for you guys both of you had to look at each other and go what the heck what do we do now
1: yeah it was unbelievable and it just you know kind of storm again, you know, Dawn, you know, my father-in-law, Tom Files, battling leukemia, us and involved in trying to help out. You know, we just naturally just, you know, we were a little disconnected from the business and felt like things were okay and just didn't know about these little undertones of things that were going on. You're bringing people into your company. We filled these seats with a sales manager and a controller to really help us, and it was helping, but at the same time, you know, they hadn't been with us a long time and we were getting our eye off the ball a little bit. So, yeah, it was a really, really challenging time because they really felt that, hey, you know, Neil and Don can do this. We're kind of, you know, carrying the load here. They're doing what they need to do, so why not do it for ourselves? And it was a difficult time to lose some key components. We lost four very key positions and we were concerned about it. But the amazing thing is that after the departure, The rest of our team, right, we had 20 other employees that were coming to us, and they were all sitting down and saying, our company is so much stronger. Then you start hearing the stories about what was going on that we didn't know about. Everybody was kind of coming to us with the truths, but everybody was so supportive and saying, our team is stronger without them. We are better. We are building back stronger not only was the company saving money from high-paid positions that we didn't have to replace all of them, because other people, you know, wanted the opportunities to pick it up and they did. Everybody really shined, and it made us understand more and more that you know, if you hire and vet really by the core values that you establish early on in EOS, you know, of which we have six core values, it's made all the difference. And we realized that the people that left didn't really represent all of the core values. You could see that in the rearview mirror. The company is much stronger.
0: Core values are so important to organizations, especially when you're creating the organizations. And then it's a matter of living by them and really upholding them. I contend you can't necessarily coach some of those core values because people either have that inside of them or you have to go back to their grandparents to change it. And so that's part of the challenges I think you run into is got to hire the right people and get the right people in the room so that you can take off and do some amazing things. And we're so glad you're in our room today. We're glad to have you with us here on the Leadership Lowdown. So glad you tuned in to the Michigan Business Network. We're going to go pay some bills. Come right back. Welcome back to Leadership Lowdown right here on the Michigan Business Network and right here with us, Neil and Don Check of Soundcheck Incorporated is with us. And one of the things that I think we just left in that last segment was the whole notion that I've got key employees that have gone off to start their own competing firm against you. What happened at that point in time? I know you might have felt alone, but wait a minute, you got each other. Did you look at each other and say, where's my white flag? I need to shoot it up. Or did you say double down? What was going through your minds at that time? How'd you lean into each other?
2: You know, that's a really good question. You know, I think that some of that does come into your mind. You're like, oh my gosh, why are we doing this? Who can you trust? All of those things. But I think, you know, for me and, you know, my history, I've, you know, been very fortunate through a previous business that I had to have access to some of the best training and motivational speakers in the world and I just went back to you know you got to feed your mind something positive every day and so every day as part of my routine I always start myself with something positive you know YouTube's a great source out there and I'll listen to Tony Robbins or Jim Rohn or Les Brown or somebody and you know every day I think of something and I you know listen to others who've been in the same place that we were at and I would send Neil these recordings and he'd listen to them. And I think it really helps you to realize you're not alone. You're not the only one that's gone through this. And the other thing is the benefit of working with your spouse because when you go through something like this, it's a joint thing. We suffered this together And I think that lended to us being working together, which sometimes there can be challenges, but this was a great thing to have each other to lean on in that instance, wouldn't you think, honey?
1: Absolutely. When you make the decision that you're going, Dawn and I, you know, earlier on, we were only dating, right? Eventually we got married, we got married 10 years ago. And this company we've been running since 2008. So, you know, 14, almost 15 years now. We had such a solid friendship and partnership outside of work and eventual marriage and love and have unbelievable respect for each other. And we are best friends. I mean, literally, we come to work and we're in separate cars and I miss her on the way in and driving home. I miss her on the way home. And, you know, anybody that's out there that's thinking about bringing a spouse on into the business or however it works, you have to really think about that because I don't, I think you have to have you know, everything in order at home, you have to have that really, really, really good, respectful home life if you're going to now go into business with each other. Because once you enter business with each other, there are emotions that come with it. Yeah. Money, employees, you know, difficulty with certain challenges or customers or situations. And we can get into some heated discussions that you have to be able to let go when you go home. And I think it's because of the relationship we have outside of work. That allows us to leave that alone. We never go to bed angry. We always wake up in the morning and have coffee and tea, and we talk about things, and it's always happy. We try to bring that positive energy to the office every day. We have a policy here at Soundcheck. Everybody has to say good morning. You can't just walk in and walk by your coworker. Everybody <laughs> I love walks in, everybody says good morning. We set the tone. You know? right. and so it works for Don and I because we have each other's back. We know that there's difficult times and you have to be able to shut up because, you know, you could go home. We could have a leadership meeting around our conference room table and have a heated discussion. And Don will give me that. whoop I know I just angered her. Uh, <laughs> you know? and, and we'll come home and some of that might be at home for a little bit, but we know how to sponge it away. And it's great. But the fact that we're able to do this together and that we love these challenges and the roles that we play. Well, I think it's
0: really interesting because I can tell you that one of the things we always talk about is opposites attract, right? And so I just know, you know, I I tend to be a bit of an A personality and a little intense and we got to get things done. And (laughs) On and on, and of course, you know, and I'm thinking about my wife, who I love dearly, I'm not sure that we would work well in an office together. The first time I barked at her, I think she'd be barking right back at me. So I think you've got something special. And you know, what's really interesting, I think, for those that are thinking about this is that I could tell right away when we talk. when the first time we talked setting up the show, you guys were in a car on your way somewhere. And one of the things that happened is that, wait a minute, I think Dawn is as big of this part of this story as anything you're going to ask me about about Vic, so can Dawn be a part of this? So I think immediately including those people and look at Neil, a tribute to you is acknowledging some of the limelight that says there's a lot of great things that happen, but some of the best things that happen are not always things I do. It's things we do and our collective 20-member team or whatever that team is that's out there, they make all that difference in the world. And I think it's really exciting to watch you guys kind of unfold. Sometimes I don't always know what to title these particular interviews when I get ready to promote them and publish them. I think we'll just call this a love story. Does that sound good? I was kind of tearing up. So I'm thinking, oh, what a great guy. you know. Like, and, and so is Don. I'm sure she's like, he's a great guy. So, well, you guys are both great. I'm so glad you found each other. I'm so glad we found you here for the Leadership Lowdown. This is the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero. We'll be right back.
1: Offers a home equity line of credit, because frequent watering of your houseplants may be recommended.
2: Now can we get a new roof?
1: Not so much the rest of the house. Want the best rates for a home equity line of credit? Ask for LafQ. Stop in today or go to laughqcom slash home equity. LafQ, your credit union for life.
0: We got one precious segment left right here with Neil and Dawn Check here on the Leadership Lowdown. We are so privileged to have the CEO and the business manager for Soundcheck Incorporated and best friends, absolutely wonderful husband and wife, (laughs) lifetime partner, that kind of stuff. We're just so glad that you guys are together and so glad you're together with us. So I want to ask you, you you've come through a pretty challenging moment when I got to believe I'm a big loyalty guy. I spent 38 years with an organization and they showed me the door at the end of it. And I'm going, are you kidding me right now? And it was all because they made a directional change is what it was called. But, you know, when I think about that, those loyalty things are so hard and hurtful. But when you guys got past that, you leaned into each other. You had employees that said, you know, we're going to make it through all this. When all of that's said and done, Tell me, as you emerged out of that, what are some of the things that happen moving forward? What things are you really feeling successful about? What is it that this potential consumers can come to you for? How's it going?
1: Well, it's going great, and all good questions. So, I would say that you know the most important aspect in strengthening the team in our business was looking at our offerings and how do we engage. Builders, designers, clients, people that are building, remodeling, to come to the office. We had a vision and we call it the Experience Center. We don't like to call it a showroom, we call it the Experience Center. So, in the buildings that we own next door, we literally built a 2,500 square foot house inside the building. We furnished it to look like a furnished home and then we set up all of the electronics. And it has been a game changer for Soundcheck. We host a private tour. So if you're a client interested in Soundcheck services, or maybe you just want to get an education, we do lunch and learns here. We do breakfast and learns. We do happy hours. You could be an architectural firm that you want to bring in your designers and learn about golf simulators or motorized shades or lighting control. And so we built and furnished and outfit the Experience Center here in Southfield at 12 Mile and Greenfield. And you call to make an appointment for a private tour. You can come through to the golf simulator. We have the only JBL synthesis certified theater in Michigan for the home, oh, nice. and we have everything on the door. It says "Welcome to Cool." And when you walk through the door, you are amazed at what we did. <laughs> we had this vision, we built it, and it's operating. And it has completely changed the direction for Soundcheck because people come through for the education and they see it and they learn. And when we meet with them out at their job site or sit down and look at their plans, all of these great ideas, they're like kids in the candy shop. They just want everything. And so they see it and it helps us put together designs that are much more interesting Typically more expensive as well because they see it, they want it. If they have the wherewithal to afford it, they buy it. And it's really changed our average sale ticket on these designs considerably. And it's just a really, really cool learning experience, and it's great. And, I think it's we, such
0: a brilliant idea to present something. I don't know what you guys have found, but along the way, I find that some people are visuals, some people have to touch it, some people just can't get it unless they do touch it and see it. People are made different ways, and I think it's a brilliant idea to have this kind of a operation. Now, tell me about your clientele. Is it all high-end homes that afford what you're doing? Where do you fit in that niche? So
1: we do. Cater to everybody. Typically, the sound check experience is going to be for a more affluent individual, people that are building homes. Our golf and sports simulator, for instance, is a fifty-five thousand dollar toy that's installed. So you know they don't jump off the shelf like like a can of Pringles. <laughs> Not so much. Uh, yeah, it's expensive. The other things that people want, the conveniences. We sell a lifestyle here. Is what we do. We design these systems so that when you come home and you open up the garage door after you park and you walk in and you press one button called home and 15 different things happen all on a single button press that's the lifestyle that we're delivering wow. the shades go up the temperatures change the music starts the tv turns on and mutes on your favorite station whatever it is that's all of the magic and so Yeah, those are things that are a little more costly, but with today's technology there's so many things that you see there's a lot of obviously do-it-yourself type of technology. We don't sell those things here, but we have components that are in more attractive price points that make it more affordable. So Dawn,
0: Dawn, how do do our interested parties get a hold of you? They're going, you know what, I want to see that house, I want to see that welcome to cool sign, and how do they get a hold of you? Where do we get started?
2: Well, there's two ways. Number one, they can Call our office, it's 248-440-5996, and they can simply ask for sales, or they can send us an email at info at soundchecklc.com and somebody would reach out to them to go ahead and schedule that tour for them.
0: Very cool. And do you have a website that we want to steer people to?
2: Sure, it's www.soundcheckllc.com.
0: Well, I have to tell you, Neil, Dawn, you guys are an amazing couple. I would start there. I've enjoyed the business conversation, but I think maybe tenfold. I love the fact that you're such great partners and have found such a great life of success together, leaning into each other, even through the adversity. So thank you so much for being with us.
1: Thank Thank you you so much, much. Vic. And I have to say, it's not just the effort of Dawn and myself, it's our team. We've built a great organization and we couldn't do this without everybody rowing in the same direction and helping us build this organization. It's never been about what Don and I think. You know, my friend Sergio Marchione, had a great line he would say focusing on oneself is a very limited ambition so we really focus on our team and our team helps
0: well, bring it i am so grateful that i know the checks and i'm so glad to hear all about your business and to hear your success i can't wait to see how things take you in the next chapter and where you go from here i know it's going to be great things i'm so glad that everyone is tuned in to the michigan business network i'm really grateful you took time out to hear all about this wonderful sound check solutions that we've got here and it's right here on the Leadership Lowdown. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Vic Versero. Can't wait to talk to you next time.